the number one internet shock radio network. Fuck you, Renegade Talk Radio. DG the Urban Scholar, this is Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Guess the shoe was in the spot and I threw one band. Hit Miami, got some new pussy and a slight tan. Harlem Max Task Force pulling, looking for rams. If it's a problem, no, I'm bucking for these shaking my hand. Nigga, don't you play with me. Yeah. Hello, good morning, good night, everyone out there. This is EG, the Urban Scholar, and it's been a little while. Yes, I've been going for a while, but yes, I am back with a lot of very interesting things to talk about like I usually do. You know how we do it here at Renegade Nation. Thank you for listening. I definitely appreciate it. Well, we're going to get straight into it, and my subjects for today are very different. Usual, I try to go and actually talk about things that your average person does not want to talk about or they might be just a little bit scared. Well, I'm going to talk about family and I'm also going to talk about one of, I would say, man, what do I want to go with this? I would say a great hustler, a great family man and a great boxer, the one and only Duke Tanner. I'm going to have to talk about it. Um, He's been out in the media for the past few weeks. He's been trying to get some of that time taken off, reduced, whatever you want to call it, especially with Trump being in office and actually what he just did with Kim's grandmother. I know he might have a chance on getting his sentence reduced a little bit more, still fighting that 30 years from a life sentence. Shouts out to Duke. Anyway, why is family so important to you? Well, quote, I wouldn't be anything without them. They take care of me and I love them so much I couldn't live without them, except for my sister. They teach you priceless lessons like teaching to tie your shoelaces, making your bed, or how to even use silverware, and so on and so forth. They make great impacts on your life. They are one of the biggest influences you need your family. Yes, I would agree with that. That quote is from just miscellaneous people. Over the couple of weeks, I've been taking a small poll and a lot of people have been leaving questions and comments. That on the other hand is something within itself, which is coming up sooner or later I'm gonna talk about. Anyway, why is family important? Family is everything. It's the roots to be the roots that go deep into the soil that actually are gonna be your backbone, Renegade Nation. You and I both know family can be one thing, but family can be that fucking sickness that will ruin your fucking life because just because they're family, you give them the trust and then they fuck it up. You and I both know you have that one or two family members that you've been with for a very long time right by their side, but when things happen, which we all know, bad, it's the bad, the good, and the ugly. You've been there each and every time. But when you go through your situations, which you will, they're nowhere to be found. Or they have, quote unquote, moved on to a bigger and better situation. Like, damn, man, what happened? I thought we were family. 
But no, at the end of the day, one person said some very interesting things to me about family. That is your family. You are blood, you are related. But at the same time, it's just another human being, another person. So really where does your trust lie? Think about it. Just honestly sit here and think about it. I'm gonna give you one second. And you honestly know what I'm talking about. Because if you don't, then you're probably not that close with your family. They can mean the most to you, but they also can cause you the most harm within itself. I would agree with that. See, there are reasons for growth and importance of family, okay? They will grow and move with you, but when it's time <laughs> to get dropped off, they might wanna get out their seat or out the car because they don't really understand what is going on, especially with you. And I would agree, every now and then, someone needs some type of family to talk to, okay? And we're gonna talk about the actual, just the human nature of family and how, as being regular people, what's the difference between being a regular person, a stranger, and a family member? I know you may agree with what I'm saying, but I'm pretty sure you have been across and met some people that are strangers that treat you better than your fucking family. I would agree. There are some strange people that I have met that show you the most love and the most respect more than your family does. And your family pretty much knows you really who you are and they know who the fuck you are for your whole life. By nature, humans are design, designed to survive in groups by group support. Other species that have this trait are canines, bees, and ants, just to name a few. The families of these creatures may differ in how they operate, but each are dependent on the group for their own survival. In addition, separated from the group will have difficulty surviving independently. So if you didn't quite catch that, families, so far as humans, it is our nature to be in groups. But when we're put by ourselves, it becomes definitely hard to survive independently. Also, it would change your emotional trait so far as the way you feel about people. So just because, for example, just because one of your family members did something to you that was so fucking foul and so dirty and so despicable, you're gonna look at every single stranger or family member like that, which I don't think that is right. Just because there's one bad apple in the batch, it shouldn't spoil you all. Do you kind of understand where I'm going, Renegade Nation? Anyway, these individuals are very rare and they would need it, the support of a group to survive in their own formative years. And like the character in the movie Castaway, they are very glad to return to the company of people when that's possible. A person individually divided from their family is subject to withstand certain emotional and man, so emotional breakdown. I know you had those times where you had that family member that you kind of got into a quarrel, to a fight, to just a simple misunderstanding. But the main thing that I would say that really can hurt you is when you don't speak and you don't talk. 
That right there in itself is fucked up, Renegade Nation. I believe that if you have a problem, especially with a family member, you should be able to come to that person and talk about it. It shouldn't matter who they're with, what they have going on. Family should always take that one second to listen to somebody's problem. I would agree with that. And when you don't take that time out and you let time build up, when you see this family member, it's so different. They're a stranger now. No matter how long that you all have known each other, they become a stranger. And also, they become people that you don't even like to be around anymore, you know? So that right there in itself is a lot. I know a lot of people going through family problems, but all I can say is, just remember, you're always family. Nothing should be able to break these bonds that you have with these people that you pretty much spend your whole fucking life with. They could be your brother, sister, cousin. It should never be a time and a place where you shouldn't talk. That right there in itself is, I don't, I think that is messed up, okay? I think that is definitely not right. And you always must understand that at the end of the day, family is really all that you really have. And we can move on with family and marriage, okay? Now that right there is a lot because you know when you marry this person, you're pretty much marrying their family too. But a lot of people might not actually like their family and try to take them away from their family, slowly but surely. It does happen, I have seen it. I have seen it and it is not a very fun thing to go through, you know? Perhaps, maybe if they would've took a little bit time to actually see who those people were in that family, they might have actually begin to like that person. Well, Renegade Nation, I'm gonna take a small break and I'll be right back with a quite a lot more. Into a different genre, they couldn't understand me. Now I find it ironic. I grew up with Big Al, all I knew was he bonded. Jealousy, crack, greed, homicide, and chronic. When niggas catch a body, change their name like the Sonics. It was hot like Phoenix. Yes, it was. I used to look up at the Lennox Ave sign, hold my heart, and pledge allegiance. Drama 15 years straight, nothing recent. Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. They just love to learn and another child grows up to be yeah. somebody you just love to burn. Classic. Slash Stone? Man. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> like, it was like 71 or something. I wasn't even born yet, but man, that's classic within itself. Well, welcome back, welcome back. My name is E.G., the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio, where we don't sugarcoat shit. And the second part of my show is a lot. People kind of been waiting on it. 
I'm getting a lot of texts and DMs. Talk about Duke, talk about Duke. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, especially him being from the hometown, Gary, Indiana. Yes, we're gonna have to talk about it. Well, I'm just gonna get straight into it. Former Gary boxer wins a fight to reduce the life sentence. Now this is taken from the Post Tribune, um, January 27, 2016. I'm just trying to get you up to date on what's been kind of going on. If you don't really know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Charles Duke Tanner. Duke Tanner, you know. Um, former Gary Boxer phenom Charles Duke Tanner has won his bid to reduce his life sentence, but he still must serve out 30 years in prison. Okay, so he actually got sentence reduced, but he still has to serve 30 years. He did have a life sentence, but he got reduced to 30 years in prison. Well, a U.S. District Judge Rudy Zana approved the request to reduce his sentence. Okay, today, Tanner, which is 37, he was sentenced in 2009 to life in prison after a federal jury convicted him in 2006 of leading the Renegades, <laughs> a local gang that trafficked thousands of pounds of crack cocaine and marijuana. Federal sentencing guidelines at the time were harsher for crack cocaine than they were for other drugs. That's right, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They put very fucking strict rules on the crack cocaine because they knew that majority of urban people deal crack cocaine. I'm not trying to be stereotypic, I'm just being real right now, okay? For the other drugs which helped them lead to the life sentence. The U.S. Sentencing Commission has since charged the amounts of crack cocaine needed for certain sentences, making it more in line with other drugs, although not quite equal. You see that? The drug game, and when you get caught with these different drugs that you might not even know shit about, they will never be equaled out to the same punishment. So watch what the hell you're doing out there in them streets. Anyway, the commission allowed the change to be applied retroactively. And Tanner applied for a reduction in December, arguing that the new guidelines called for a sentence of 30 years. Federal authorities filed a notice a month ago, keep in mind this is 2016, saying they agreed with it. So do you see that? They knew, they've been doing it for, what, don't quote me, but about 40 years. Well, yeah, it's, it's about to be 40, about 35 years, the actual crack sentence. They have had it super high, and <laughs> it is just very fucked up. Moving on, his request, which he filed without an attorney, Tanner accepted responsibility and said, I quote, he is solely to blame for his current position in life. He noted that he was not had any discipline violations since he's been in federal prison. So if you don't get quite catch that, he has had no discipline referrals or basically he's not in there getting in trouble. 
He's not in there fighting. He's not in there causing fights. I mean, at the end of the day, he's an OG. So you know how it goes. <laughs> anyway, he's been in federal prison and has taken more than 700 hours of education courses on various topics such as computers and health and wellness. Tanner has spent about 11 years in prison already since his arrest and is currently housed at a federal correction institution in Greenville, Illinois. Federal requirements an inmate to serve at least 85% of their sentence, meaning Tanner could be released by 2030. Man, man, free the boy, man. For real, man, free OG, man, because, man, this right here in itself, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be real. This is just my thoughts. This is my opinion, okay? When you're out there selling drugs and not doing the right thing, you get caught. You get caught and you go to prison, you, you go to county jail or whatever your situation was. But after you've been in there for about 10 to 15 years, you really have to start thinking about the punishment that you are receiving. See, first of all, jail and prison, I'm sorry you can disagree or agree, it does not really help people at all. It really plays a strong part on your mental that in the end, when you come out of that place, you're a different person. And I would not say for the good in most situations. In most situations, after you do about 10 to 15 years, you are gonna be a different person and probably not ready to come really come back in the world. So is that really right? You send people off to this fucked up hellhole of a place and they spend a decade, 20 years in these places and get out and they have been through so much in there just trying to survive that, man, I'm sorry, I just need a second because I just hate that they've been doing this for so long and they have these people that they're not helping at all. They're just really making worse of people. It is what? Don't call me, but an 85 to 90% turnaround rate when you are released from prison and you have spent more than 10 to 15 years, they know you're going to come back. But it goes back to what I always fucking say, Renegade Nation. It comes all the way down to the money. And what are you really worth? Think about that for a second. When you go to these jails, you're really just a number and a dollar sign. I'm just being honest. This is no laughing matter. This, this is just a lot within itself. Okay, when Tanner was first arrested in the case in 2004, he was entering a reputation as a boxer with a record of 19 and 0. I've seen some of his fights. He's a hell of a boxer. He will knock your ass the fuck out. <laughs> oh man. And also, he has a family too, and we're gonna pray for him. My name is E.G., I am the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio, where we don't sugarcoat shit. We try to keep it as real and raw as I can. This is just a real segment for one second. I had to just get away from all the bullshit. I hope you have been enjoying what you hear 
free Duke Tanner. I have nothing else more to say.